welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Matthew Benet on the line, and he's the founder, president, and chief scientific officer over at Two Cents. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Adam, it's great to have uh, be on the show. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Two Cents, um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started as an entrepreneur and in business? Sure. So in a funny way, I like to think that I got started as an entrepreneur because of a girl. So I was a, a grad student at MIT in the, uh, the early 90s and uh, was looking for something to do after I graduated. I went in to be a professor, uh, but I had a girlfriend who lived in the Cambridge area, and the only job I got in Cambridge was with an intellectual property law firm. So I started my career after getting my doctorate as a patent agent and um, did that for a while, but then realized that. I still like science and I didn't want to be a lawyer and the thing with the girl didn't work out. So I decided to uh, get back with some of my colleagues from MIT and we started a semiconductor test company. It was a crazy venture. Uh, We had something like 20 different investors, no real venture capital. And we ended up building the first ever machine for measuring the thickness of metal films at integrated circuits which sounds crazy, but really what that meant was we developed a tool that we'd sell to companies like Intel or Motorola to help them develop better and faster chips. Ended up selling that company to Philips, and from that point, I was hooked. Oh my gosh! And you bootstrapped it. That's amazing. Uh, well, and I'll and I'll be I'll be up front. That's the first time I've had that answer. I've done probably a thousand interviews. I haven't had somebody say, you know, I started out as an entrepreneur because of a girl. I love it. <laughs> That's an awesome story, Matt. Um, so obviously now you you know you've been an entrepreneur. You've been in business for yourself for many years. You've had some, you've had some good success. Obviously, for that company going to Phillips. Um, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs that are maybe getting started, or they're a couple years out and they're first business or maybe the first business didn't go so well. Um, what kind of advice or tips would you give that type of entrepreneur that's just getting started? Sure. Well, Adam, I think um, the first thing you should do is solve a problem that people care about. There's a, there's a saying in my world that you don't want to be a solution in search of a problem. Mm-hmm. You want to really focus on something that needs fixing and then apply a novel solution to fix it. And really, I, I think it's, it's at its crux, it's that simple. What I, I see a lot, especially in younger entrepreneurs, is you come up with an idea, it doesn't necessarily solve a problem, and then you're off to the races with that idea. You go to the venture community and you raise money, you start building a product, but if it misses the mark, it's really hard to turn back the clock and, and pivot and solve that important problem that's really going to make your company. So just to summarize, if I could crystallize my experience of almost 20 years into one thought, it's solve 
an important problem. Find a problem, apply novel tech if, if you're a tech entrepreneur, and really come up with a creative solution that no one's ever done before. Man, I love that. And I've and um so fine and, and this is going up on Twitter today. You just made the podcast uh tweet of the day, uh just throwing that out there. Um so find a problem to fix. You don't want to be a solution in search of a problem. Um you heard it from Matt Benet. I lo- love it. Um very great advice there. Um, so, uh, so let's change it up a bit. I want to get into uh, what you're doing over at uh, Two Cents. So first, tell me a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. Uh, I love this company. We're small. We're about 15 people based in San Diego. And what we've developed at Two Cents is a, a novel solution for heart failure. So heart failure is, believe it or not, it's the most expensive disease in the United States today. I recently heard a stat that said more money is spent on heart failure and heart failure readmission than all cancers combined, which is really crazy. So with a, with a heart failure patient, the, the problem that they have is they have a history of cardiac disease, heart attack or stroke, mm-hmm. and they, they have essentially weak hearts that don't pump a lot of blood to their vital organs. And so when they go off their meds or maybe have a really salty meal or don't get exercise, their hearts function even worse. That causes their their internal organs and most notably their kidneys to not get well perfused. They don't get enough blood. So they don't perform their function. So then the patient gains fluids. They start being short of breath. Their heart starts racing. They feel terrible. And they have to get readmitted to the hospital where they're stay for could be five days and get put on diuretics to help them expel the extra fluid. Maybe they have to go on dialysis, get rid of the fluid, and then they get discharged. So that whole process could cost uh, Medicare $20,000 to go home, and then it's a vicious cycle and it starts up all over again. Mm. So that's our problem. And what we developed at Two Cents was a, a really low-cost, body-worn system that monitors all the early markers of heart failure. So things like fluid buildup, a decrease in stroke volume, decrease in respiratory rate and tidal volumes. And we send that information wirelessly with a really nice body-worn wearable that looks like a fancy necklace. We send it to the patient's phone and up to the cloud where we do analytics and we generate reports for clinicians that indicate if the patient's going into the early stages of heart failure. And if they are, uh, the physician can call them and ask them to lay off the salt or increase their diuretics or maybe move around a little bit, all with the goal of, of keeping them out of this expensive hospital visit. So in a nutshell, that's what Two Cents does. We make a simple, easy-to-use, low-cost wearable that helps prevent heart failure-related readmission. Wow, I I love this, and um, I, I man, I, I love when I get these particular interviews with wearables and other things, just medical technology. Because I'm like, from a selfish standpoint, I um I, I love what's going on out there, like the advances that are being made, and you know, we're all going to age, right? That's guaranteed. So, so it's like you may have, you may have created a device that who knows, maybe one day I'm wearing, or somebody else that I know is wearing or needs or helps save their lives, and also helps from that. I know it's obviously the readmittance part, but also the um, 
um, you know, saving lives and, and what, what's next. So I love that. What kind of, um, I'm just curious, because you have obviously a very distinct, specific wearable, and you're obviously, you know, a sharp guy and an entrepreneur. What kind of trends are you noticing in your industry from just medical devices and wearables and things that you're, are just, you're just kind of noticing it on your radar? Yeah, that's a great question, Adam. Um, first off, there's, there's been a big influx in wearables. It started with things like the Apple Watch and Fitbit, but mm-hmm. those are mostly geared towards healthy people like like you and me, not so much the aging population who are mm-hmm. who are suffering from these really debilitating diseases. And so, as a trend, I see um, I see a big in, uh, I would say growth in, in wearables that perform medical grade measurements as opposed mm-hmm. to discounting your steps or maybe monitoring your heart rate. Mm-hmm. Um, we also see a lot of uh, in, influx with implanted devices that that are either associated with things like pacemakers or maybe they're mm-hmm. separate devices that that monitor physiological parameters and then send them up through some wireless mechanism to the cloud. Um, but without question, at least in my humble opinion, the biggest trend that we're seeing now is in data analytics and, mm-hmm. and processing large amounts of data to try to distill that down to a relatively simple answer that a, a clinician can digest and act on. There's just been an explosion in that area driven by companies like Google and other cloud-based computing companies, and what we see uh, as a company is that the tools for developing those, that analytics are so good now that you don't have to be a senior scientist at Google to know how to use them. They're available to the public. The libraries are great. You can integrate them into your own code base. And so at the end of the day, that's the biggest trend I see is, is, the, is the advent of really sophisticated cloud-based computing techniques for digging through large amounts of data and coming up with important answers. Man, this stuff just gets me excited. Give me the chip. Put it in me. Tell me what's going wrong way in advance, <laughs> way in advance so that I don't, um, you know, we can catch it in advance. I love it. I mean, all this stuff just, I love that there's smart people like you out there, you know, dedicating their lives to helping people through these, through medical and these other devices because it's going to make, you know, a difference in how all, obviously the people that need it right this moment, but we're all going to need something in the future. It's just guaranteed. Um, so I, I really appreciate all that hard work. Um, so Matt, if somebody's listening to this, and they want um, more information on Two Cents or to connect, what's the best way for them to get that info? Sure, and, and thanks for the opportunity uh, to uh, to plug my company and, and, and get in touch with more people. I appreciate that. The best way to find me is, is you can go to the Two Cents website. It's spelled just like it sounds. It's T-O-S-E-N-S-E dot com. Uh, you can look me up on LinkedIn. And... Uh, you can send me an email at matt.banet at twocents.com, and I'll do my best to respond and answer any questions you may have. 
That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Matt, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at uh, Two Cents. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Matt, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.